Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 25 of the Burnout Expert podcast. We are going to be diving into sleep and why sleep is the secret weapon against burnout today. Now, the reason I'm diving into this is that on many of the last interviews, especially the last one when we had with Amara, is she did mention how important sleep was and we didn't get to dive into it. We didn't have enough time. And Sleep is one of the top things that I work with with clients. We always first work on getting that nervous system aligned so that you're not switching into that stress state all the time, going from zero to 100 of like anxiety or anger or frustration. And you're able to actually sit and relax instead of this brain flying all the time when you sit down thinking of all the things that you have to do. So we usually start with that just to give your nervous system a bit of a relief and then we start diving into sleep and improving sleep. And here is why. We're going to first start diving into a little bit of, of the what sleep is, like your light and deep and REM. We're going to go through these different stages first that you can understand that so you can understand how this plays such an important role in burnout. Now you have four stages to your sleep. You have light sleep, deep sleep, REM, and awake. You do have little awake periods during the night. And you may have heard that it should switch between all of these all throughout, but in actuality, your light sleep is going to be throughout. You go into these, these light, but the first two thirds of your sleep should actually be deep. So it should be like light, deep, light, deep, light, deep. There's the odd awake in there. The last two thirds is when REM kicks in. So REM should not, or usually does not kick in for the first third of your sleep. After the first third, it'll kind of be like REM, light, deep, light. REM light, deep light would be ideal um, for a really good, if you're looking at somebody's really good sleep chart. And then deep starts, deep, deep stops, and it just becomes REM and light sleep. Now, this is hugely important to understand because when you are getting less sleep, it's usually cutting into your REM. And why is that important? So let's first go through what each of the light, deep, and REM does. So REM or the REM sleep 
is your brain. That's your, your ability to focus, to stay calm, to remember things. When you're in REM sleep, that's where you're working on your cognitive performance. So anything that you cognitively took in, this could be physical or mental. If you are doing um, a, if you're learning a new sport, everything that you're cognitively, that your brain needs to remember of how all those muscles and everything move gets imprinted in that REM sleep. Also, anything that you're working on, studying new, working on a project, all of that stuff cognitively is imprinted in your sleep. Your attention and a focus is um, improves with the more REM sleep that you do have, the better quality REM that you have. Your decision making the next day, big picture thinking. This is huge. When we're sitting there and we're trying to solve a problem, and sometimes it's, this used to happen to me all the time, I would open the fridge and not even be able to make a sandwich because I couldn't even compute what was inside. So uh, my big picture thinking was so messed up so off base that I couldn't even picture what would go in a sandwich. Like, isn't that ridiculous? But this is like for your big things. If you have projects to be solving, problems to be solving, um, needing to think of like, not just what's happening right now in the moment, but if you're working on something and you need to think, okay, this is a great thing to be implementing right now, but how's that going to affect things in six months or in five years or in 10 years or 15 years? You can't do that if you're not getting enough REM sleep. So you kind of get the stupids. Your memory starts decreasing. Now, these are where I hear a lot. I used to do this all the time where I would read something and have to reread it multiple times and still not remember it. So for those of you studying for exams or degrees in order to um, be moving up, working on projects, taking courses, all of those things become a huge struggle. The other one is your honeydew list. You might be sitting there chatting with your spouse or a colleague and you say, yeah, we're going to work on this. We're going to do this. Or yeah, this is what I'm going to do today. And you walk out of the room and you're like, I just said I was going to do three things and I don't remember any of them. So you get that, that memory, that, that short-term memory just becomes a problem and not just the short-term, but also the memories that you got in that one day decrease. So if you are studying for a test, if you are studying for a project, you struggle to take in that information. So if it's a test, you need to recall that information and you're not, your, your ability decreases of that, the less deep sleep that you have. Mood regulations, that is also a part of your REM sleep. So think of all these things that I'm saying. Your cognitive performance Attention and focus, decision making, big picture thinking, memory, mood regulation. We also have creativity and innovation, your problem solving and your emotional regulation. All of these are affected when you're, or all of these are worked on, heal, repair when you get REM sleep. And if you're getting less sleep than your is required, and REM is the last two thirds of your sleep. Then let's say you're supposed to get eight hours and you're getting six, you got two hours less of REM abilities, right? So that affects so much of your day. For the first responders, it affects their safety on the job. For many of you in projects and planning, like it affects your performance and output. It can affect the financial output 
of a business. At home, mood regulations, getting things done, even working on your to-do list, everything seems to take longer. The ability to folks to make a friggin' sandwich, right? If I was struggling to make a sandwich, how do you think I was doing on any of the other stuff that needed to be done around the house, right? And, and in my job, it's crazy, right? When your REM is off. Now, this can occur from sleeping less. So if you're getting less than eight hours of sleep on a regular basis, then it plays a huge, huge part in all of these factors. And, but you may be getting eight hours of sleep, but if you are tracking your stats on a whoop or an aura ring, you may be finding that you're not getting enough quality of REM. You should be getting about 20% of REM sleep. Oh, shoot. I always mix these up. 20% of deep and 20 to 25 of REM, I think. One of them's 20 to 25, one of them's 20. So of deep and REM sleep in. So if you're tracking and you're actually getting eight hours of sleep on a whoop or an aura ring, but you're not getting 20 to 25% of them, then you're not getting a good quality of sleep, which is also what we work on um, when I'm working with clients. So all of these systems are affected. And then if you're even cutting into that deep, because deep is two thirds, then you're cutting into your body's healing, repairing cholesterol, growth hormone, your immune system, immune function, your ability to heal and repair. Um, you're decreasing your energy stores for the next day. You need to get that really good quality, deep sleep as well for your body. So I look at deep as being your body healing and repairing all your organs, your systems, your tissues, your cells, everything from a biological point of view is your deep. Your REM sleep is the brain, the mind, the moods. So making sure that you are getting enough sleep to even be able to get the deep in the REM. I've worked with many that get four to five hours of sleep or people that can only sleep for a couple of hours at a time before their body wakes them up. That's telling us you're not getting enough deep either. And so they wake up for a few hours, try to get back to sleep. They may fall asleep again. And in a couple of hours, wake up again. They just cannot get more than two hours at a time. That is all affecting your deep and your REM all of your healing and repairing, which is why sleep is that secret weapon, right? Like if we think of, of all of these things we just spoke of and when they're not functioning, that is when we get more irritable. That is when we get shorter with people. That is when our hormones get out of whack and they can't heal and repair and do what they're supposed to do. It's when we are struggling to stay in a relaxed state and our nervous system is kicking in all of the time and kicking you into the stress state, which is then slowing down your digestion. And it just becomes this whole vicious cycle that we can work on the other pieces of burnout, the hormones, the gut, um, the nervous system. We can work on all of those pieces. We can work on the different stressors. You could be going to therapy. You can be doing all of the things, the mindset work you could be doing. If you Google, you know, 
self-care stuff. You can be doing all of that, but if you're not working on your sleep or if you're getting enough sleep, but it's not good quality sleep, then you are more apt to get into burnout. And that is why like once I start working with a client and, and I will say about half the clients that I work with have a whoop or an aura ring and half don't. Um, it's completely individual up to the person. But when I am working with a client who has one, we can go in and look at their sleep stats and I can see how short their sleep is, how their deep is affected, how their rep, REM is affected so that we know what pieces to be um, working on to maximize it. And when we think about it, when we're adding in new sleep habits or tools to be helping your sleep, then we need to make sure that like, or when we're tracking it, we can see, oh, this just increased your sleep by 10 minutes, which starts adding up. It brings you up a few percentage points. And that's amazing. So we're like, okay, we're on the right track. This one is helping you, but we may be implementing something and shoot something did this to me the other day. I was taking, oh, I know. Um, Inositol. Inositol is one of the fad things out there right now. And I was like, Hey, let me try it. It's supposed to regulate your blood sugars and all of that. I will say that when I took Inositol, I had way less sugar cravings, but interestingly, since I stopped it, I've had major sugar cravings now that I think about it. Um, so maybe it did mess up my blood sugars a bit, but I tried taking it. My sleep quality dropped. So I tried it for four days. And I will say like during the day, I did not have any sugar cravings whatsoever. It really did regulate my blood sugars. It helped to support that part but it messed up my sleep. And in my mind, my sleep quality is way more important. And it just means that I need to clean up my eating a little bit more. And then I'm good um, with not having the cravings as well. Um, and so I stopped it. My deep and my REM quality went up again. I went back on it for another four days to see, hey, what'll happen? My REM and my deep decreased. So it's really, really helpful when I am seeing something with somebody that they may start a new supplement and then they come to a session and I'm like, wow, what just happened in the last week that your, your REM or your deep decreased. And it might not have been anything like inositol has nothing to do with your sleep. And so it was just fascinating that it did, it did affect my sleep to the degree that it did. And it wasn't a sleep supplement. So there might be other things that you're doing in other aspects that you may not realize that they are affecting your sleep and everybody's body is different because I do know of some that, um, it, Huberman takes it. So that that's actually one reason I was like, Oh, let me try it as part of his sleep stack, um, is taking his inositol at night and it, it messed up my sleep. So it's fascinating. We are all individuals. We're all different. How our bodies react is very different. I mean, mine is always way off of other people's that having that whoop and aura ring data definitely makes a huge difference. If you're working shift work, being able to figure out when you're on a day shift or an, an evening or nights or, or uh, shift one, two, and three, depending on how people are wording them, it's, it's really fascinating to see which supplements help you 
on certain shifts, what sleep schedules help you on certain shifts and versus your days off, because you'll start learning when you really start tracking it, what works and what doesn't work for you on each individual shift. So you can start getting the best quality sleep on each shift. And it's fascinating because it is different to all of you. Like I may suggest something and it may not work for you as well as it's worked for another client, but a different, slightly different sleep schedule. We have different um, circadian rhythms, different um, rhythms in us. Some people are night owls. Some people are morning larks and I'm a morning lark. So what may work for a morning lark on a certain shift schedule will not work for a night owl on a shift schedule as far as the way that your body likes to sleep and when. So these are really, really important things to be considering when it comes to sleep is making sure that you are getting the best quality of deep and REM and making sure that you're getting enough sleep. And so this being said for shift workers as well, is there are times 100% where you are not able to get eight hours of sleep. You're not able to lay in bed for eight hours. You just don't have time between shifts. Um, especially 24-hour shifts of calls come through. So this information here of understanding that you probably got some deep sleep, but you missed out on REM, then it is important for you to then start doing some strategic napping and stuff during your shift when you're not having calls, because there is way as well during napping to start um, getting some REM sleep and increasing your REM. Um, so there's different strategies for how to nap and get deep sleep and how to nap and get REM sleep. So you can start catching up on that as well then trying on your day shift to try to get a bit of a longer sleep, <clears throat> sorry, to get a bit of a longer sleep in order to uh, start catching up on some of that REM as well for the healing and repairing of your mind. What we do find as well with those that I work with that are sleep deprived, when we start working on them, their deep lasts longer than the first two thirds of their, of their sleep. And their REM is decreased because their body first starts healing and repairing. Once you start coming out of sleep deprivation, that body heals and repairs. So it's deep, deep, deep. You get into these huge deeps and um, the REM is very limited for a while. And once we know that you're actually paying back your sleep debt is when you start your deep starts moving to the first two thirds of your sleep and your REM starts creeping in a little bit more. It might've only been the last third and it starts creeping in a little bit more and a little bit more until it is the last two thirds of your sleep. All right. So as this, I mean, you guys know, I talk about these whoop and aura rings all of the time. And I'm just curious if you guys would like me to do a training on it more in depth, where I actually like give you screenshots of my screens, walk you through all of the sleep data, walk you through all of the um, heart rate, HRV data, the readiness scores, like walk you through everything on it. If I was to do some sort of a training on that, would that interest you? Um, you don't have to have a whoop or an aura ring, but even knowing the data, knowing what it collects and why starts getting you to start noticing things in your day and your sleep as well. And it may help you to see if you want a whoop or an aura ring. I'm huge pro whoop just for everybody who knows I do wear an aura ring because I have one and it fits on my finger and I can't um, give it away. 
uh, the whoop band can be given to anybody. It could be given to my one son or my husband, and I will not give it up. So that says a lot. The, the data that you can get from a whoop, which if I do this training, if you guys want it, is like, you'll see night and day how there is a difference. There's only like one thing that I do like better on the aura ring, but you can figure out how to work it out on the whoop. Um, so that's really about it. So let me know if you guys would like that. You can email me, Andy, A-N-D-I at 911lifestyle.com and let me know that uh, my email is also in the show notes. There are as well, if you're interested in the whoop or the aura ring, there are links below as well for discounts on them. Um, I'm limited. I don't know if I'm limited. They say that I'm limited with how many friends I can give this discount to everybody with an aura ring has the link. Um, so if you do go to try to get the discount, if you choose to have an aura ring and it doesn't work, let me know. I'll ask one of my other, one of my clients who has an aura ring and we'll get you the link. Um, and same thing, the whoop link too, is just one that anybody who has a whoop band, um, gets where you get the first month free. Um, and yeah, and you can go from there. So those links are down below you have any questions, let me know. If you'd like to get on my mailing list, that is where when I do get these free trainings out, that I will be sending that out to my mailing list at the start. So get on my mailing list, which is also in the show notes. All right. Now you know why sleep is so huge and such a big proponent that it is one of the first things that I do work on with client before we start diving into a lot of their other stressors. Because if their body is not healing and repairing, if their mind is not healing and repairing, then we can't get, make a lot of progress in all of the other stressors that they are facing. All right. That is everything for today. Don't forget to like, and subscribe to this podcast so that other people who are listening will see it. They show it to more people, the more likes and subscribes that it gets. And I will see you in the next episode.